Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've been and suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas. Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, big power, hour. Yeah, hello. Oh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, is episode 455 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker, joining me as always, big underscore Bane. Big underscore car trouble bane. It's it's uh it's it's still going, man. You know, it's just it's just one thing after another. The universe wants you to walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's it's one of those things that the uh, I, karma is what it is, I think. It is just from being is. just a sack of shit. Just just from you know, thirty six years of being a useless sack of crap. <laughs> Karma's like, yeah, here you go, bud. Yeah, get yeah. you get you a unicycle. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we're dealing with it. I, I thought I had everything fixed last weekend, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, once I hit, you know, 70 miles per hour in, in the old car, it wants to start uh, stalling a little bit, and it's in the shop right now, you know? So, shout out to you for giving me a, giving me a ride. I do Uber on the side, yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah. be getting a bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, so it, car trouble sucks. It's one of those things. That's probably the worst thing to deal with mm -hmm. on a daily basis because like you have to have a car right, right? i mean and i've spent i've spent 500 within the last month on car right. stuff and yeah it's like god knows how much this is going to cost yeah hopefully it's only about 150 200 more but luckily the place we go to or i go to is pretty decently priced honestly yeah it is so it's one of those things too i remember like a, probably about a year or so ago you paid it off and you were like hey that's that's a pill i don't have anymore i think it's about yeah i think it's about a two and a half years now i've had it paid off and it's like I kind of feel like I've had a good run, honestly, yeah, uh, of no car though, troubles. Man. And it's it's got like 91,000 miles on it now. So, like, it's probably about time, you know, to start. Sucks, though. Maybe after this, it'll be okay. I hope. Give me I another 10,000, then I'll need to change the alternator. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, car car trouble is, like I said, it's definitely one of the uh, the shittier things about about owning a car. It's always dealing with that and tires and brakes. and Tires are the most annoying thing because you could have brand new tires and then run over a nail or a screw. And it's like, now all of a sudden you have to go get a patch on your brand new tire. Yep. And it's just stupid. It is. It sucks. I, I hate it so much. Yeah. It's part of life, man. Yeah, it is. I remember my last job that I had, which I did not make very much money. And I needed a set of tires. And it's like, dude, I was like 
I, I wasn't in debt necessarily, but I didn't even have a credit card because my credit was so shitty and right. I needed tires. I'm thinking like, how on earth am I going to yeah. do this? You know, like it's, it was so much money and they're like, well, they have a deal where you can pay it, um, you know, paying in installments through the company. Cause I worked at a, at a car dealership and it was like, still going to be like $150 every paycheck. And I'm like, I'm, wow. I'm down to three bucks after two weeks as it is. Like, how am I going to pull this off? Right. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. It was just, a, it was a, it was a shitty deal, man. Stuff's expensive. Yeah, it really is. Well, we got some wrestling talk this week. We got some toy talk. We got some uh, movie talk, which I think will be a fun one as we gear to the holiday season. Oh, yeah. I got to ask about that. Are you are you annoyed that we're already headed into Christmas and it ain't even Halloween? I'm pissed off that uh, the first week of October, all of a sudden, every store is Christmas. Yeah, like, see, I haven't noticed it as much. I'm seeing people post about it. Yeah. But I'm still seeing like the Halloween candy, so I'm like, okay, I can I can hang there. But it's kind of closer to the front, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's not taking like it's. I, I think of Walmart, right? As soon as you walk into Walmart, they have like the middle aisles. Those are Halloween, right? Yeah, they've moved all that. I mean, they still they still have costumes and stuff like that out, but like they've moved quite a bit of that out already and kind of put it towards the front, like right when you walk in, and they they're making way for Christmas. And which Christmas is actually usually closer to like the lawn and garden mm-hmm. because that's where they keep the trees and stuff like that. But yeah. like that whole area is usually Christmas stuff. You know? Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of just, I, I don't know. It really, really bugs me. And like dollar general's got all their Christmas stuff out. Oh, I'm and, sure. Yeah. And that pisses me off. Lowe's has all their Christmas stuff out. Halloween's now down to like a little aisle. And it's like, it, it was that entire corner just three weeks ago. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really weird. Cause I feel like when Halloween is a week out, mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it hasn't even happened yet. Right. Like, where's the, where's the Halloween stuff? Like, yeah. And it, it, and it makes me like not even want to go to the, the stores. Cause what pisses me off is like December 10th. We're not going to see Valentine's day stuff. No. You know what I mean? But we should by the logic of doing things two months in advance. You know what I mean? Like we should see all that stuff out. Do you think it's just cause Christmas is like deemed like the most money making holiday I think Christmas and Halloween are because I will give them credit. Like I started seeing Halloween stuff in like mid to late July. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. That's... So like I, I did start like I got uh, Halloween candles, I think July 17th because okay. it was from Bath and Body Works and they had all their Halloween candles out. And so I got notified. But a lot of that could be just because there's nothing else. I think I, mean, I think know? that's I think and... that's what it is. But like I think they're thinking, well, we've had all this stuff out since July. Let's put out the Christmas stuff. And to see me, Christmas like. is November 1st. Yeah. That's when you start yeah. Christmas. I, mean, I think. Because the, you get the fall season. I mean, Thanksgiving is part of the fall season. And you mm-hmm. get that with, you know, the Halloween stuff. Because it, it all comes out together. Because some people don't celebrate Halloween. So they just get all the fall stuff. So you know, that that's all kind of combined. But, like, yeah, Christmas to me begins at November 1st. And I think that's when everything should really be put out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not even thinking about like Christmas presents. I'm not even thinking about decorations until after Halloween. It's crazy. Yeah, it's stupid. So before we get into our topics, I saw another Mandela effect that I have not seen before. Okay. But it totally had me like I believed it. Yeah. So you remember the movie Scary Movie? Yes. Came out in like we were seventh, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So Marlon Wayans. Played- I love that opening intro, by the way. Oh, yeah. Carmen Electra. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Marlon Wayans played Shorty on there. Yeah. Do you remember the scene where he was in bed and he was like, I see white people. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. He doesn't say that. He says, I see dead people. So apparently that got changed. Oh, did it? Yeah. Um, so it, so it, it's a legit thing. So I think, 
I don't know if it was just in the trailer to hook people or what, but like, but you remember that. Yeah. And there's actual video evidence of him actually saying that. And that sometimes does happen where there's a scene in a trailer that's different. Yeah. Than the, and I can there was actually a movie recently where I watched a trailer and there was one thing in particular. Where I was like, damn, that's hilarious. Can't wait to watch that. And then I watched the movie and that scene never happened. I think mm-hmm. it was like a Kevin Hart movie that was on Netflix or something. But yeah, that happens quite a bit. But he did say, "I see white people." Interesting. Yeah, but he, I don't, I don't think it actually made the movie. I think it just made the trailer. Well, that makes sense. I remember um, having the mask on uh-huh. VHS, and they previewed Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, because you know, obviously Jim Carrey was really on the breakout oh, at that point. Yeah, and in that in that trailer, they showed Dumb and Dumber. Several things were different. Yeah, like where um, the scene where he runs in the jetway, and he's like, "It's okay." I'm a limo driver. And then he, of course, falls off. And right. the way he landed, he had a couple different landings. So ah. in like the trailer showed him sprawled out face first. But in the movie, he was on his back with his leg tucked underneath. Yeah. And it was just, it was like, that's interesting. Because I was like, I vividly remember seeing it differently. But yeah, like you said, so I, I bet you that was exactly what that what happened there. Yeah, but I, I actually saw that Mandela effect a couple of weeks ago. Somebody posted about that. And then people in the comments were like, no, that really happened. They just like, they edited it edited or something yeah because then people started like linking the videos of okay. it and stuff like that i was like okay okay well someone even showed the cover of the box because mm-hmm. he's holding up a thing that says i see dead people yeah and people were like i'm pretty sure that said i see white people now i don't remember that now, specifically. now that might have happened to and maybe maybe they changed maybe they didn't change it originally maybe it changed later because everybody mm-hmm. got so like uh sensitive yeah you know what i mean like Jokes like that, you can't really make anymore. Right. I mean, I, I feel like you probably could about white people, but you know what I mean? Like, right. they probably wanted to stay away from it. Well, that and that's, as I've, and someone's like, well, what he's doing is he's mimicking the sixth sense. I'm like, well, no shit. Like, we know right. what, we right. know what the joke is. It's right. just what he says, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I don't know. Definitely, uh, definitely funny. But I started to bring that up because I was like, yeah, Mandela effect. That's yeah. an interesting one I've never heard of. I love Mandela effects. Great stuff. Well, we got some wrestling talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. I am again talking a little pro wrestling while Brinker and Bay take a little break, cracking them buying energies. Listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Big underscore Bane. We have, we have some interesting stuff to talk about this week. Uh, first of all, Hangman Adam Page, man. This guy's been in the news a lot the last several months. Uh, he took a a clothesline on dynamite match against John Moxley and was kind of, I guess, unconscious. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. He actually got, they cut the match short and he got hauled in an ambulance mm. and uh, revealed he had a concussion, but people were kind of expecting the worst, like thinking maybe paralysis even. And the what's weird is the bump didn't even look that bad. Yeah. But yeah, they had to pull the ropes down to get him uncarded, get him carted off and everything. So oh, God. Yeah, it was, it was a scary moment. It's one of those things I think where, Someone even posted, like, this is not a high-risk maneuver. Yeah. Like, this was a, he took a clothesline, he kind of took a weird bump, kind of maybe landed on his head and um, didn't move. Paul Turner, the referee, is getting a lot of credit for kind of recognizing that something was off. Yeah. And he kind of pulled Moxley away and got the doctor involved. And apparently he's doing better now with a concussion. I mean, the concussion's still serious, but, you know, he's better. At least he's not, you know, dealing with paralysis or anything like that. So, I think it's a it's a reminder to everyone that this is dangerous stuff. Even when even simple moves, yeah, even something simple like nothing really even looked like it was that off. It just stuff can happen. Yeah. So now, not to make light of that situation, but do you think Dean Ambrose has a new finisher now? 
because of that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was just a clothesline. Like, right. That's that's all it was. And like it looked so it looked like he tried to uh hangman, tried to take like one of those inside out bumps oh, the guy's trying to do. Maybe miss miss like hit his head on the way down or something. And it looked like he kind of got hit in the head. So Oh god. He, I'll be honest, like I know being a bigger guy, a lot of people always wanted to do that bump with me. Got to make sure you know how to do it. Well, I never really liked it. And I'll tell you why, because I feel like the point of con to, to me, like what I have always liked about pro wrestling was like that sound. Boom. When you yeah. hear that, that close on like, Oh damn, mm-hmm. knock the shit out of him. Like if that's where the believability comes in, all those guys are already trying to do their flip by the time I hit them. So like, there's no point of contact. And it, to me, it just never looked as good. So I'll tell you the main guy I noticed that with, and I like, I want to preface this by saying he's one of the most phenomenal wrestlers in the world. But the one guy I've always noticed that with is Pac. Mm-hmm. Like I always notice that he kind of gets a running start to do that inside, bu- inside out bump. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> but he's phenomenal. But it's like that one little thing I always can see when he's about to do it. Yeah. But yeah. So that- I found a video of it. I'll let you, uh, it's a TikTok video and you can rewind it and kind of play it as you, as you want. But it really, even if you watch it really closely, it doesn't look that bad. Oh yeah, you can see you can see he hit his head, but I mean, you can tell by the way he's laying there; he's really not moving. You're right. Man, and you kind of see the announcer start to realize like he's not moving. Oof. Yeah, he landed hard on the side of his head. Oh, man. That's crazy. It really is. Uh, so, uh, all things considered, I, he was tweeting that he was doing better, so I think that that's a good thing. But good. It's one of those things, man. Wrestling's a... It's weird to me, and I, obviously I do that whole, you know, it's Fake Right podcast, but it's weird to me that people don't sometimes understand the risks mm-hmm. that guys undergo when they get in the ring. Like, yeah. People just don't get that, and that's always been... I think an aggravating point for me when people don't understand that this is physical and Mm -hmm. you can definitely can and do get hurt. I, you know, I, I've tried to have this conversation with my daughters recently because she's kind of been getting on my case with wrestling. So I think it must be like a conversation she has with people at school. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't get what you like it basically. Yeah. And like her whole thing is in what is unrelated to that, but like her whole thing has been like, she calls it sus, but basically like, She's calling it gay is what she's calling it. Mm. She thinks it's like pretty homoerotic in, in a sense. And so, I mean, like, which I've heard that argument before. Sure. But like. But I mean, like, at the same time, so is UFC. Exactly. I mean, like, I, I feel like I feel like more so UFC because a big part of that is the ground and pound. Yeah. You know, you you straddle a guy. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And so, like, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I, I think, like, if you look at it through that lens, you're missing a big part of it. Like. Sure. I mean, like you could say because they're all in like trunks and stuff like that or skin tight tights. I mean, yeah, maybe. But like there's so much more to it than that. And the athleticism and like like with Adam Page, the shit that they put themselves through, Mm -hmm. it's so dangerous. And then like on that same token, she's a huge fan of dance moms. Right. And I'm like, you're you're sitting here watching the difference between my thing, if you want to call it like homoerotic, the difference between my thing and your thing is the fact that mine is two consensual adults, whereas yours is like little children being forced by their parents to wear skimpy costumes and dance around. 
to me, that is kind of like the whole Oscar poster from The Office, right? Yeah. That's more offensive. Yes. Because it's like, and his argument's very valid. It's like, these kids have no choice in this. Right. You know, like they're being forced into it. Yeah. Now, if they choose to, that's one thing, but these these kids are not. So, yeah, stuff like that's always been weird to me. Or yeah. like when, when people put their kids in like a, a beauty pageant and they're, you know, two and three years old. It's like, uh, I don't know. That just is... Everything about that's creepy to me. Very much so. You know? Yeah. I wish, I mean, like, I got to know uh, Scott's daughter dances and stuff like that. Yeah. I got nothing against that. My no, da- absolutely. My, my daughter my, danced my too. My niece does cheerleading and all that stuff right, for like, sure. Yeah. My daughter danced for a little bit too, but like it, it's, it's one of those things like, but you can see on dance moms that like 90% of those kids, even though they want to be good, like their parents are more invested than the kids are. Oh yeah. And it's like, this is not cool. And you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. And then when she's like trying to like make fun of my stuff, it's like, okay. Well, it's no different. Like Jack Gamble, one of the earliest episodes of the show, he said something about like, he'd be at work, not saying or doing anything involving wrestling. Right. And to me, my thing is, and I'm sure you're the same way. Like I have never been like wrestling is great and you must like it too. Right, you know, right, it's, right. it's totally, it's not for everybody. And I think we're both aware of that, but to him, like people would come up to him, like, I don't like that wrestling stuff, you know, but you know, she loves the bachelor and the bachelorette. And it's like, well, that's, that, that's cheesy mm-hmm. entertainment as well. I don't know what's the difference in the sense of I'm not making fun of you for watching shitty reality shows. Like, right. So why, why does it matter? And I think, I think that's the biggest thing with, with pro wrestling in general. And in this instance, 100%, like people sometimes don't understand the the gravity of it because we also have seen injury angles yes. on television, right? Yes. You've seen a guy get carted out in a, um, in a stretcher wrestling blurs its own line. So it's hard to know what's, what's real and what's not sometimes. Yeah. But I don't, I don't get why, um, uh, not specifically on your daughter, but people in general, like if you like something, why does it, it doesn't affect other people. Right. You know? Right. And I think that that's kind of a weird thing. Like if super weird, if people are into something and it's not, and it's a form of entertainment, I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. I, and, and I told her, I was like, the only, the only difference between, or the, another big difference between your stuff and my stuff is everybody knows my stuff is fake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody knows my stuff is staged. They're trying to pass off your shows. Like they're real. Yeah. And it's like, that's the big difference right there. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Some sad news this week, man. Uh, Kevin Nash, his son passed away, Tristan Nash. We're not sure the specifics of what happened, but I know he's only in his mid to late 20s. Yeah. It's his only kid, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. Like, that sucks. Kevin Nash is one of those guys, I don't think he was ever like the greatest in the ring, but I think post-career people really... like. I've always enjoyed him talking. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to his podcast cause, just because there's so many, but any shoot interview he's always done has always been... Highly entertaining. Mm -hmm. I've loved him on Steve Austin's podcast and the stories he tells. He's always so like he told a story on Steve Austin's podcast where he was driving and and uh, I guess Austin told him like you may have a lot more faith in this shit box than I do, but slow the fuck down. (laughs) 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 But I've always I've always enjoyed Kevin Nash, and apparently his son died on Scott Hall's birthday. Like oh wow, like how awful is that? Yeah, that's terrible. It really is, man. So. I feel like we're doing a lot of a lot of rest in pieces this week or this this year, man. It's it's been a lot, and it's not even who you would expect. You know, I mean, we expect the legends, the the older guys, and stuff like that. Like it's it's uh, these younger people that are kind of taking me by surprise. I know it's definitely a uh, a, a, an interesting deal for sure. But wanted to throw that out there. We always try to do that when when someone in the uh, 
close to the industry passes away. Just a sad, sad deal, man. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting story. Billy Gunn, apparently... There's been a lot of uh, rumors going around here because initially, I guess he was going to appear on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, as part of DX. I never thought for a second he would. No, because he's so heavily involved with the acclaimed right now. Yeah, um, and I, I guess he was disappointed. WWE was disappointed. DX was disappointed. And I was just reading before we started recording. Apparently, Tony Khan agreed to it if they mentioned AEW on mm-hmm. television, and they, I guess, refused. I think from what I don't I saw, know why they would expect him to be able to do that any other way. I yeah, I don't know. I, from what I saw, he said either either that or he wears their merch, one or the other. Mm-hmm. And so like, and I get they're gonna put him in a DX shirt, of course. And I I totally get that. Um, but like, everybody knows he's in AEW. Why not? You know, why not just let him mention it? You know. Yeah. Like I, I think if if he would have gone gotten on there. And, you know, would have referenced the fact that, like, ah, I don't tell people to suck it anymore. I scissor them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, something like that. Like, that would have gotten a huge pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would have been great. And so, like, I I don't know. I get both sides of it. Because right now they are competing with each other. Yeah. And, and I'm sure with Triple H, I, I think he's still pretty upset about NXT not doing as good as AEW. Sure. So, I'm sure with him, things are pretty tense. You know, he probably doesn't want to, like, work with him that much. Um but it's a notable omission for him not to be there. Big time. I, I, I think Billy Gunn, I mean, I would say Billy Gunn was probably always the favorite. He's one of them, yeah, um, for sure. I mean, you know, I know Road Dog had the catchphrase and stuff like that, but, yeah. like, Billy was always the better worker. Um, and, you know, I mean, I feel I know X-Pac got, kind of got everybody's and nerves. He's still in, like, as good a shape now as he was he's then. The, he's the only one in that group that is in good shape right now. You I know? remember when we were in Japan, just, like, he'd come back from a match, and he's just, like, freaking just jacked, and people are like, holy shit. You know, yeah. The guy's, like, 53, you know, like, yeah. and now he's, like, 57. So mm-hmm. it's... Looks incredible. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, this guy doesn't age, man. Like, yeah. holy shit. And so, I'll be honest, I... I tend to think AEW is probably in the right here. Like they, they offer an ideal. Like, yeah, yeah. you can use them if this, and he, they're like, eh, no, like and why not? And, and you know, another thing kind of, I mean, different, but kind of on the same level is like Carl Anderson is the never open weight champion. Mm-hmm. No mention of that. has been happening. No. And it's like, he's still the champion, you know, like let him like at least bring it up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, well, and that's kind of also one of those deals where I don't think they were under any kind of contract in new Japan. Right. So I got a feeling he's probably just going to have to vacate that title. You don't think they're going to go? I bet. I don't know. Like, well, there's a title defense that was supposed to happen the same day that he's going, going to Saudi Arabia now. Right. And so kind of, a lot of that kind of makes you wonder mm-hmm. because you don't want to, you don't want to bite the hand that feeds. Right. And WWE's released these guys once. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I still think, though, because I guess they cut a promo and Rocky Romero was like, do the right thing. Rocky Romero's our buddy. Yeah. I have a feeling this has kind of worked, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe. But I think it's like, you know, yeah, I'll go drop it, but I can't on this day, so we'll have to reschedule. Right. Like, I don't I don't see him not dropping the title, and I don't see Triple H not letting him drop it, but maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Triple H is probably, I, I feel like Triple H is probably more open to doing business with New Japan than he is AEW. So I know back, yeah, that's probably true. I know back in the day, Ric Flair was able to get permission to do the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. when the Four Horsemen got inducted because he was with TNA at the time. And they did a deal where 
um, if you let Rick do the Hall of Fame and like we'll let you have someone. And so they ended up taking Christian, yeah, who was the Intercontinental Champion, and he was he appeared at like a Slammiversary pay per view. He yeah. didn't wrestle, but he was just he made an appearance. And everyone was kind of like, really? That's like he didn't take John Cena, like you know. But to them, they were like, no, well, we have equity in Christian. He was here for a few years, you right. know. So. Kind of make, it makes me wonder if like Tony Khan would have been like, yeah, give us Cody for a night. But maybe maybe there's bad blood there that we don't know about. I don't know. And that 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 could be it because I mean I think Cody's the only one that's jumped back from AEW to WWE. Mm-hmm. So I mean I know there's been some like smaller talents who made appearance appearances yeah. in AEW, but but he was like the big joke. He was he was the name, yeah. So I mean that that probably would have made more sense. I mean would have been a better deal for Tony. Uh, if he had thought of that, but or I know the Bucks are really tight with Kevin Owens. Like, what if he came and did one match as Kevin Steen? Sure, and, yeah, I mean, that'd have been cool. They they had some leverage to do something. Absolutely, they did. But or even have the New Day show up for a night. Yeah, absolutely. I know them and the Bucks are pretty tight too. Yeah, there, there's a lot that they could have done. Yeah, because the ball was in their court. But I don't know. It, it is one of those things, like. Like you, like you brought up a really good point. Like everyone knows he's an AEW, so just because right. you say it on TV, does that matter? No, it doesn't. It was kind of like when Mickey James was in the Royal Rumble this year, and like Impact wanted them to mention Impact Wrestling. They wanted her to have the title, and they wanted her Impact music. Mm-hmm. And like they did it, they did. And like to me, it wasn't a big deal. Like no. who gives a shit? It, like, it made for an actually like it made for a great moment. Yeah, you know. And I would have rather that been a surprise. Personally, because sure, yeah. I think that would have been a huge, like, holy shit, yeah. you know, and she's got the Impact title with her. Holy holy crap, that's yeah. amazing. So, I and actually, I was kind of holding out hope during that that whole scenario that they would have, like, just kind of been in, like, hey, we feel, feel like we're missing somebody. And then all of a sudden, he comes out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that would have been cool. Yes. Um, it is what it is, though. I mean, like, I don't think WWE and AEW are ever going to get along in the sense of, which is a bummer. Yeah, because apparently they're doing an NXT show like the same time as something now with, with AEW. I can't remember what it was. I was reading that today. It's like. Well, I know this past week, I mean, they went head to head with Dynamite and uh, NXT. Yeah, I can't remember what I was reading, but it was like NXT is going to be, they're going to do the same show the same time as something that AEW is doing. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things. Like the more you see this, it's like, ugh, you know, here we go. Like it's that same type of thing where they're just kind of going head to head all the time. Well, and I know triple H, you know, we all know this, this isn't news, but he lived through the attitude era. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he lived through that moment of like, Oh shit, we might not have jobs tomorrow. Um, Right. And so I can see his mentality of like, I'm not going to let this happen again. I'm not even going to let us get close to this happening again. Right. So, I get that mentality, but at the same time, I've always felt like working together is better for everybody. I think so. I mean, you don't have to always do business, but in this situation like this, yeah, you know, like, and, and also too, like, why can't there be room for two big companies in America? Right. You know what I mean? Like Coke and Pepsi, man. Yeah. If, if you notice like, the places WWE normally goes to AEW doesn't mm-hmm. like WWE kind of goes everywhere, but like WWE was just in Oklahoma not too long ago, like right. last week or the week before AEW has never once stepped foot in Oklahoma. Right. And so it's like, like you guys can s- separate from each other. Sure. Like keep your distance, but like, you know what I mean? Like why not cross over every now and then right. Marvel and DC, you know, like you Absolutely. said, Coke and Pepsi, like there's, there's 
There's room for everybody. Oh, speaking of that, they just announced, I guess they're they're doing a new Spawn Batman crossover. Okay. Image in DC. And I'm thinking like, yes, absolutely. Because that's badass. You know, like yeah. to me, like stuff like that's really fun. And that kind of gets like, yeah, you don't have to be best friends. But at the same time, like is Marvel better? Is DC better? That's a never ending debate that you could have for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. But ultimately it's, it's fun and it's better for the fans to do these crossovers on occasion and things like that. So yeah, I think it's a cool thing. So in this case, they probably should have worked out an agreement. Yeah. But when neither side's willing to budge, that's what happens. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Um, Chris Jericho's made some headlines. He re-signed a new deal with AEW. So it puts him there for another like two or three years. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't necessarily expect him to jump. But I kind of always feel like like the guy's going to end up in WWE again, right? I feel like he's going to retire in WWE. Yeah, you know maybe I mean? not, I, though. I can't imagine him actually retiring in AEW. To me, he's a WWE guy. That's what he seems like. He wouldn't He wouldn't be the Chris Jericho we know now if it wasn't for WWE. And I don't 100%. care what anybody says. Because he was never going to be main eventer in WCW. Vince McMahon gave him that shot. And he... Blew up. I mean, like, he would not be the guy we know now if it wasn't for Vince McMahon. Well, to, on that same token, though, would Cody Rhodes be considered a main eventer without the AEW run? Because he wasn't there when he was there the first time. Well, but I, I would I would also put that on WWE because he wouldn't have had that chip on his shoulder. Yeah. If not for squandering in WWE. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and now look at him. You know what I mean? Like not, not to say that his success is because of WWE, but his success is his own. And, and also with AEW, but like, but I think having that, that run in AEW did make him solidify star. as yeah. a, as the guy. And so you come in and cause I don't think you, you put him in like the talk of him and Roman. I don't think that happens. Mm-mm. If he was still Stardust, right? You know? And I and I know definitely it's, not. It's one of those things. Like I know Stardust was just a gimmick, and he did it well, so I think they kept it around. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I think he'd have gone back to Cody Rhodes. Eventually, yep. Maybe. I mean, it's hard to say. Probably but, after like an injury or something like that. Sure, but. but it's one of those things. Like I think he'll probably be in the Royal Rumble as a big surprise, and hell, he could win the thing. You know? Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where I think he's on his way to being being a huge star for the WWE. Mm-hmm. Hell, maybe that was his plan all along. Could Who be, knows? you know, like I mean, that's kind of the the Drew McIntyre, you know, recipe, you know. Yeah, you know, go away, make a name for yourself, come back, be the top draw. Yeah, absolutely. Know? It's it's one of those things. Sometimes, if they would have not fired him and just put him in NXT, mm-hmm. like he, you don't get that moment of him sitting in the crowd, right? You know, it doesn't seem like a big deal because right. he went on the indies and kind of became somebody and got a lot more jacked and all this other stuff. So. There's a lot of factors that go into that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but with Chris Jericho, you know, I know a lot of people were kind of irritated that he was the Ring of Honor champion, which I still feel like that was to, done by design to help get them a TV deal and things of that nature, which apparently Tony Khan acts like is is coming soon. So, okay. They're doing another pay-per-view in December, Final Battle. So, he's done three this year under the uh, Tony Khan banner. So, I think it's pretty cool. Hopefully, that, that leads to, you know, a weekly ROH show. Not that we need more wrestling necessarily, but it gives people a place to work. Right. So, yeah, but if, they, if there's an actual roster that we can follow along with, you know, it, it might generate more publicity because right now, like to me, they just have titles. And yeah. So, like, I don't know who's on the, the ROH roster, who's on the AEW roster. It, well, cause my understanding is like Jay and Mark Briscoe have signed. Okay. They're not on the AEW roster. Cause I guess Turner executives don't want them on their television. So, 
Yeah, they've had a lot of heat in the past. Yeah, and so like like Dalton Castles, I think signed because I I've love seen, Dalton Castle, dude. He's great. Like he's a guy that I was really shocked that didn't make the jump to NXT. Yeah, eventually because he's his deal is hilarious. And I'm know? surprised he didn't get picked up from AEW quick. Yeah, like dude's amazing. Yeah, he was. He was one of those guys that was probably in Ring of Honor too long. Yes. Like, he, he probably should have made the jump after, like, 2019 or so. Yeah. But, you know, timing is everything sometimes. But, no, I, I think he's going to be great. I think, uh, you know, it'll be good for, for a lot of guys to kind of get a, a place there to work. If You know, like Daniel Garcia, I feel like, kind of got, you know, more notoriety after doing some ROH stuff. Yep. He was in AEW, but, like, was kind of lesser known. But then he gets to ROH, has a big match. And mm-hmm. I think I think it's good for the the product good for the talent and absolutely all these guys that are trying to f- struggle to find a spot. That's, that's good. You have another whole nother roster to go do that on. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Um, other interesting news, CM Punk, apparently the rumor is they are in the midst of a buyout of his contract. Okay. And uh, this has kind of been reported before, but it was kind of just, it was just talk, I guess at the time, but I guess they're looking to buy out the remainder of his deal, which is probably two years or so, almost mm-hmm. two years. Exactly. And, um, now there's already rumor that, uh, <coughs> he might be going back to the WWE. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think so either. I think, I think the punk train is, is ran its course, man. Yeah. I think, uh, he kind of exposed himself in this last Boy, run. Did he ever? Yeah. Um, this also comes off after the news that Ace steel has officially been released. Yeah. Not really shocked by that. Yeah. Can't buy a former world champion to keep your job. Yep. It's a little weird. Um, what do you think this means for the elite? Business as usual once they come back. I think so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, unless there's they, lawsuits. Yeah. And that well, and uh, I think part of the buyout will be, you can't sue us for this. Well, but I think also too, I mean, if, what if the elite doesn't want to come back? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that will happen, but I mean, this whole, that, that whole thing could have soured them on AEW. Could have. Yeah. You know, but if you're Tony Khan, what else do you do? Right. I mean, granted, if you're standing up there looking like a stupid look on your face while your top guys like bashing your the, other top talent, right? It, that's kind of a shitty move. Like but. I'd be like I'd be pretty pissed off if I sit there and watched a guy bash me, and I could see my boss kind of like nodding his head in agreement. You know what I mean? Like because there were moments where he did that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like okay, and you could tell he was uncomfortable, but, of course. But like still, yeah. like I'd be I'd be kind of pissed off that he didn't come to my defense. I'm still not a hundred percent against the idea that punk didn't do this on purpose just so that he could leave the company. Could be, but why you became the guy? I think if you're a miserable prick, that's that's your life, man. Right. I, I think that's what it comes down to. I think for some reason, but what kind of person just self sabotages like that constantly? That's a good question. I don't know. People like, do it though. Like my God, you, you like, you've been on top of the world twice and both times you're still miserable. If you can't be happy, you can't be happy. It's kind of like the whole thing, like money won't buy you happiness. Yeah. I'm willing to try it though. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things. Like I, I, like I haven't seen a poor person be like, man, I'm the happiest person in the world. You know, like right. it's, there is something to that, but I think, I think you're right though. Like he's a, I, he must just be just a miserable piece of shit. I don't yeah, know. He's gotta be. Cause I don't, I don't know what, why does he not like, how can he not get along with anybody? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he can unless they just completely, you know, suck up to him and brown nose him. You Must know be. what I mean? I think that I think it's a ego stroke type thing with him. And I mean, it seems like he's a pretty narcissistic dude. At this point, 
obviously he's still a big name in wrestling. Do you think any other company's going to make a play to get him to come in? I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't even care if, I mean, like I was like a rich guy who had an indie fed. Like, I yeah. would, nope. Don't want to bring that guy in. Well, he's trouble. Yeah. It's, that's kind of what this seems to be. Again, unless there's some type of underground plan for him to return to WWE, but I really don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think him and Triple H ever got along. Uh-uh. And I don't think Triple H really ever understood the hype of CM Punk. He may not have. You know what I mean? Like, because I mean, he was, he's, he's good on the mic, but like, I've never felt like he's really said anything that's incredible. Like, yeah. that blows my mind. It's just that he's so passionate with what he says. Yeah. That's like what makes him so good. And so, like, I feel like Triple H is probably like, these really aren't that great promos. You know what I mean? And if then, you like, give, if you give everyone free reign to say whatever the hell they want, right. That's going to be bigger. It's going to be shocking. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what most of CM Punk is, is because everything seemed like it was a shoot. Well, that's, I've always liked Mick Foley's promos because I felt like I believed what he was saying. Yes. You know, and it wasn't that he was ever burying people or going off script, but just like when he would talk about being like Mick Foley, the dad and, mm-hmm. you know, everyday lovable guy. But like, you know, I turn into a bloodthirsty monster. It's like, holy shit. You know, yeah. like this is good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's a character, but it's like he delivers it with so much passion. You're like, this guy's amazing, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. This is a, this is a weird deal um, with steel leaving. It makes me think Punk is done for sure. Yeah. It just... Well, because his main backup is gone now. It's But again, like, how do you return to that locker room? Like, let's say they didn't get into a fight. Like, how do you come yeah. back to that locker room? Yeah. Like, after this? like Groveling on your hands and knees? I don't know. It's a, it's a weird deal. <laughs> and like I said, I was... We've talked about this plenty of times, but I was a huge proponent for him coming in. I thought that would be huge I was for, too. for this business. Yeah. I thought it'd be huge for AEW. I thought, man, that's their first big legit star besides Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like you can say what you want to about everybody else, but no one was going to be as big as CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And for that to just kind of go away in a year's time. Yeah. Pretty nuts, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's wild. It really is. So I wonder what's, uh, wonder what's going to happen next with CM Punk. Who knows? I, w- I wanted to bring something up to you before we move on. Sure. Ronda Rousey has said that, and she said it before, but she's bringing it up again, that she wants to take the women's out of women's championship. How do you feel about that? What do you mean? Take she the- wants it to be called the WWE championship. So I feel like there was a period there in NXT where they were trying to take genders out. Remember that? Yep. It's confusing because... Like, you have the NXT champion and the NXT champion. Right. It doesn't, I don't know, it's weird. It doesn't, it's hard for me to, like, I don't, how do you say that without it being confusing? Well, so, like, and this is why I bring it up, because I had some thoughts about it myself. Like That'd be like, well, to me, it'd be no different than saying, like, the New Day are the WWE champions. Right. They're the tag team champions. You right. know, like, it's. So, like, WWE, before they really had a solid women's division, they had, you know, the, the heavyweight champion and then they also had the light heavyweight champion mm-hmm. they were both wwe champion but one was they were the, the weight class the divisions yeah but you know like, once you know once the top and once well, the bottom yeah and i'm not i'm not saying that but like i mean there's a difference between the rock and gilbert I, and I, i'm not saying that but like you know what i mean there's divisions like ufc when ronda rousey was there they called her the ufc champion but she wasn't just the ufc champion she was the ufc bantamweight champion right like, and that's a women's division. It's a women's division, but it had like a actual weight class. It had a name to it other than just being the women's WWE. Like, I mean, I know now they say like the unified universal heavyweight champion, whatever, but it's got that heavyweight division 
title in there. Mm-hmm. I don't see why they can't just bring the bantamweight name. They could. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like that would make sense. That would be, I think, a direct copy of the UFC, so they probably won't do that. But they, it's kind of like saying the cruiserweight world champion. Right. And the thing is, is like they also don't announce their women's weights. Well, of course not. But so like, that that's also like a, a thing where you have to kind of throw that out there. Like, are we going to announce their weights? Right, but it's also all kayfabe. You know what I mean? Daniel Bryan was the heavyweight champion. We know he ain't a heavyweight. Right, you but know? at the same time, like, Big Show can't compete in the cruiserweight division. Of course. And so if you bring in bring back, say, Nia Jax, a bigger girl, or that dude drop, mm-hmm. do they compete in the bantamweight division? I th- And that's, like, obviously, maybe not bantamweight, but, like, put a name on it. Like, yeah. put, a, put a weight class name on it. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and I don't think that that's a. I get what you're saying completely. I just I feel like it's it's going to create so much more confusion, convoluted a little bit maybe. Yeah, well, like because TNA called it the TNA Knockouts title, right? But hell, I mean, they used to call it the Divas title. Yeah, like that to me that was worse. Yep. I don't know. I don't. It's. It's. I feel like she thinks it's a uh, slap in the a face. slap in the face. I don't think that at all. I feel like it's a good thing, but. I mean, everyone is different. I know? think because they seem to think it was a good thing that when they went from divas to women's. Yeah. So I think I, I, I get where she's coming from in the sense that they don't call it the men's WWE championship or the right. WWE men's championship. I think, I think that's where she's coming from is there has to be that little asterisks there that it's like not the WWE championship is the WWE women's championship. Right. So I just, I don't know. I think that's kind of interesting and, Kind of wanted to get your take on it. Well, I think if, if they came up with the right name, it would be fine. Yeah. The problem is you have to you have to be able to avoid the confusion. Right. You know, and because I think there's also a flyweight division yep. in uh, UFC that's also a women's division, but I don't know. Is there a men's bantamweight division? I don't even Probably know. Probably not. I don't know. So yeah. if you can come up with a cool name, I don't see it why it would be an issue. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Impact's got like the Impact Digital Media title. That's horrendous. I think that's horrible. So yeah, it's like the internet title, but basically way worse. Yeah. But it's just a terrible wording and stuff. Like I always thought, so when I was, um, when I was in FCW, they had the, uh, Jack Briscoe. Um, I can't remember if they called it the Iron Man title, but it was like a 15 minute title. Mm. Basically you had to beat your opponent in 15 minutes. It's kind of like the old TV title rules, but it was a metal, not a belt. Okay. That was always kind of weird to me, but that was something they had for a little bit before they switched to NXT. I, pitched to WLW, I think it would have been cool if we had a Harley race tough man title. Yeah. And I was like, my thought is you could kind of put it on the same level as the world title. Yeah. Because you got, we had the, the world title. They uh, adapted the junior heavyweight title, which again, is kind of the same thing. It's its own specific division, right? The tag title, which that can be anybody. And mm-hmm. then the women's title. So I thought if we had the Harley race tough man title, if you're world champions in Japan, for instance, this could kind of be your top title. Yeah. And similar rules, like you could say it's a 15-minute thing and maybe make it like there's no, like, there's no count out, no disqual. Like, you could make some kind of rules to make it a little bit different. Like maybe no rope breaks. Maybe something like that, yeah. And you can only win by pinfall or submission. Yeah. So, just but just something to honor his name. You could put his face on the belt, which I think would be badass. Yeah. And all this other stuff, but still make it its own its own deal. So stuff like that I think is fine. I think the problem is with this is the idea is probably not fleshed out. And so yep. it's going to create confusion yep. unless you do it the right way. But yeah. you'd have but they also have two titles. So you like do you do both the same way? And that's another thing too, is I think we're uh 
we're kind of coming to an end of the multiple championships like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the WWE championship will ever be separated again. Don't know if the tag team championships will either. So I kind of feel like we might drop down to, you know, WWE championships, tag team championships, Intercontinental U.S., and one women's. Do you want? I, I think it's, we should do a women's world and a women's intercontinental. I think so too. Instead of it being two separate brand champions, yeah. Like to me, that would be cool as shit. Absolutely, it would. Yeah. I the fact that there's, there's not a women's intercontinental right now is kind of surprising. I would rather have that than two world champions. Yeah. Same with tag titles. Do a U.S. tag title, absolutely, or an intercontinental tag title. Why not? Yeah. I think that stuff like that would be better than just two of the same champions with different belt colors. I'm just not, I've never been a fan of that though. Right. So we got a little bit of movie and TV talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is Breakup and at the movies. This is Breakup and at the movies. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? I'll tell you what we got now. It has been announced for HBO Max this year, a Christmas story Christmas. Yeah. With the original Ralphie. Yeah. What do you think about this, man? I think it's going to be fun. I won't know, though, because I don't have HBO Max anymore. Why don't you have HBO Max anymore? I'll tell you why, Breaker. Oh, boy. Here we go. Soapbox time. Damn it. I, uh, I, so (laughs) I've always had it for free with AT&T. Okay. I had to add my daughter to my plan, my stepdaughter to my plan. I knew that was a pending thing, so that had to happen, huh? So, yeah. I added my daughter to my cell phone plan. Um, Because of that, AT&T was like, recognized that I was on this really old plan that I've had for years. And they said, hey, I can make your bill cheaper by going to this newer plan that has better, uh, you know, features. But also cheaper. And they said like... And that's talking Bane's language. Absolutely. Because I guess what they do, and and I know this for a fact because they do it with my internet too. What they do is like when you have these old plans, they start jacking those prices up. And what they want you to do is call in for the new plans. Makes sense. Yeah. And so like he said, let me set you up on one of the new plans and, you know, we'll make it to where like adding her on onto your uh, plan doesn't even really affect your bill at all. I was like, sold. So he did that. And then all of a sudden, the very next day I get go to get on HBO max and it says to, uh, to, uh, you know, sign up for a plan for HBO max. And I I was like, I I got HBO max. What are you talking about? I got AT&T. I have HBO max. And so I I did some digging online and, and turns out that, uh, yeah, they, they quit doing that about a year or so ago, but like they kept it. They kept honoring the deal for people who were on the older plans, and so so basically, he probably is looking at that and seeing you don't pay for this, right? And was like, I got a way to save you money, but yeah, yeah you're not gonna. I got a way to screw you out of HBO Max, pal. That sucks, man. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, HBO Max was a, a service that I used quite a bit. I don't use it as much. Um, well, there's a lot of good movies on there. There are, yeah. But um, and, and I mean, there's the new TV shows. I'll probably have to get it when Peacemaker comes out. Yeah. You know. Although, like, I feel like with all that new deal, we're going to see a lot less DC stuff in the future, which kind of sucks. I hope not, but yeah. But a Christmas story, Christmas. So obviously, you're not a uh, you're not happy about all the Halloween. I'm not a Christmas guy in October. I know that much, right? But it, this won't come out till November, so it's okay. 
Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, are you a Christmas story fan? I feel like it's a holiday classic. Yep. I wouldn't call it my favorite Christmas movie, but it's one I do watch every year. If I if I could make a list of top 20, I'd say it hits the top 15. Okay. You know, it, 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 I don't think it cracks the top 10 for me, but close to the top 10. Um, so on my Voodoo account, I actually have, I have a, you can make like a, uh, a list mm-hmm. now on there, which is oh, great. Yeah. And I oh, have yeah. a list of my Christmas movies that I own. Yeah. And um, I will be adding um, probably some this year. But I, I own 17 movies. I have Bad Santa, Die Hard. It is a Christmas movie. Of course. A Christmas Story. Christmas Bounty with The Miz, which I bought because it was on sale. And I thought, hey, and that's an atrocious film. The Night Before with Seth Rogen. Why Him, which is absolutely hilarious Christmas movie if you haven't seen it. Yep. Home Alone, The Santa Claus, Jingle All the Way, Elf. Uh, Daddy's Home 2, Home Alone 2, Christmas Vacation, Bad Santa 2, Ernest Saves Christmas, Just Friends, and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, and you know what's funny about Planes, Trains, and Trains and Automobiles? It's kind of more of a Thanksgiving movie. It is, but I still I cheat and say it's a holiday movie. Well, but even on the artwork... It looks like a Christmas it, movie. It's set up like a Christmas movie, but like I, I'm pretty sure like it all takes place around Thanksgiving. It is. He's trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and so it's kind of bizarre. Very, very um, weird. But it's still a fantastic movie. I love that movie. Um and then one uh, scene is what made it an R rating when he goes berserk in the airport and it starts dropping the F bomb. Yeah. They said yeah. without that, like they could do, they could get PG 13 and they were like, no, yeah. we got to leave that in. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like it makes sense. It's hilarious though. Um, but, Steve uh, Martin and John Candy, I think are hilarious. Yeah. They're great. But yeah, elf is probably my favorite still. Oh yeah. I, I don't think love elf. I don't think there's been one that's topped it. I, I feel like, uh, uh, the movie on Netflix that came out a few years ago. God, what was it? Dude plays Santa Claus. Um, Dude plays Santa Claus. Yeah, this one guy. God, he's a huge actor. Oh, uh, Christmas Chronicles. Yes, I feel like that one probably really cracks my top ten. It's a good one. Uh, um, Christmas Chronicles two, not so it great. It was okay. I really liked Eight Bit Christmas last year. That was a really good movie. That was very similar to um, Christmas Story. It was. But I really liked that movie as well. That's going to be on Vudu. I found out. Good. So you don't I'll have probably to have buy HBO that. Max. Yeah. If Christmas anymore. stories Christmas comes out, then on Vudu, then I'll probably buy it there too. I do want to see it. I, it's interesting because there was like a, a a sequel that came out that was like you know not the original actors a while back, and I don't think anyone really watched it. Yeah. This is like interesting because he's like a grown man now. Yeah. And so I don't know. Like, are they going to have the same actors? I who, who's to say? But. It's kind of a fun idea. This has kind of been a trend we're seeing, though. Yeah. Also coming out this year is the Santa Clauses, the Tim Allen series. On, oh, the series. On Disney, yeah. Okay. It comes out in November, I believe. Okay. So a lot of rehashed old ideas, I'm noticing. Yeah, it's because it's very difficult to come up with new ones these days. It really is. Yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, I, I'm fully in agreement. I don't I don't think you start Christmas movies until Thanksgiving. No, let people breathe. Let people get witchy for a minute, you know? I mean, yeah. like... Come on. Let them listen to the freaks and yeah. Big Bad Wolf and all that People stuff. People don't have time to stream my music if you're jumping to Christmas this early. That's true. Can you do Christmas music? No. no. Dude, I'm not a... As much as I love Christmas, I'm not a Christmas music fan. I like Christmas music, but I don't like new Christmas music. Mm. I like... The, like the classics? Yeah. I like the ones that, uh, that like sound really old and kind of make you have that like... Uh, uh, like old time feeling, like you know Christmas what I mean? carols. Uh, I don't know though. No, 
like when people sing Christmas carols. No, and stuff? no, 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 no. Like, I'm, I'm talking like Sinatra type stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah, I like, love like I, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Like so, yeah, like stuff like that. Um, I, I, I got basically the songs that are in Home Alone. Pretty much like yeah. the, those older classic songs. Yeah, I really like those. I mean, so. I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I do like that Mariah Carey song though. Like I don't, everybody loves, that I don't one. give a hoot. It's a damn good song. It is. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. Jimmy Fallon's all about it, but uh, we got a little bit of toy talk here. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain. Do a bit of toy talk. All right. A little bit of toy talk. Some news coming in from rush collectibles. Uh, apparently, Wanting to piss some people off because this is officially the fourth figure in his Monsters Wave, Zombo the Sailor. That's amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> so he made a zombie sailor. <laughs> I love that. So uh, obviously this got everyone's attention. Uh-huh. And um, you know, we've, we've had Sal on TV Toycast before. He's not got a lot of great things to say about Zombie Sailor, to say the least. I will support rush collectibles until the day I die from now on. Dude, it's a, it's great. That's amazing. It's a, well, the troll be, aspect is just off the charts right there. He told me that they were going to do that, but I thought like, Oh, that'd be cool. But I didn't realize like, no, we're doing, we're that. really doing it. <laughs> um, I talked to him a little bit. He did tell me that wave one essentially is going to be Cthulhu, Nosferatu, Frankenstein, and now Zombo, the sailor <laughs> zombie, which is fantastic. And, uh, I asked about Dracula. He said they're going to probably move Dracula to wave two so that there's not two vampires. Makes sense. Um, it's weird. I've seen a few people in different groups say, like, I don't think these monster Hasbros are going to do any good. I'm like, I think this is the coolest shit ever. I, what are, I mean, I know you're into it. I'm curious mm-hmm. what other people think, though. I'm curious, too. I I know, again, I've said it before, if, if my bank account allows it, I'm going to be diving into these. This is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is. I know you're a big Halloween decoration guy. Mm-hmm. This really falls into that category. Absolutely, I think it'd be cool. I don't know if like they make, he he could do like a Krampus or something, but like a a horror Santa Claus would be amazing. You know, yeah, because you know, a lot of this is public domain, so it's not really. I think Krampus is public domain too. I don't know. I'd have to look into it, but I think it's really cool. So, yeah, um, yeah, man, I I dig these. I hope there's more monsters to come. He's kind of revealed. Um, Again, they tried to do some licensing, and I mean, as much as I love Michael Myers and Pennywise and mm-hmm. you know Ghostface and all that stuff, I don't know if that's possible, but I I really hope so in the future. I think these are great. Yeah, I hope so too because I, I think that's fantastic. You know, I was thinking about this, and I, I would like to get your thoughts. With horror, we see figures, but it's always like it's collectibles. We don't really see like toy toys. Yeah, why do you think that is? Uh, I think it's probably. Just because of the movies they're related to. Yeah. And you it's know? more of an adult thing. And yeah. Like, you know, we don't need Michael Myers action figures, but a collectible's right. fine, you know? Yeah. Now, if there was like a, you know, made for, you know, kids or something like that, like, uh, you know, Michael Myers show or something, you know what I mean? Like, not, that would be good, but like, I, I could see them doing action figures for that. But because, I mean, they made Beetlejuice action figures when he had the cartoon. Yeah. So. Do you see Halloween ends? I did. Did you like it? I loved it. See, I've seen, I haven't watched it yet, but mm-hmm. I see so much have positive been, and negative. Have man. you been spoiled on it? A little bit. So, like, I'm not going to go into details, but, like, I get everybody's complaint. Yeah. Totally get everybody's complaint. Uh, however, like, Michael Myers was beat to shit in the one before this. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like he should have been dead. I haven't seen that one either. And I so, only saw the 2018 one. Yeah. So like, I won't spoil that one for you, but he should have like, that should have been the end. The fact that he's still alive. But Michael Myers doesn't really die. Right. Right. But like, this is playing off the, the reality of him being a human being, you know? And I think that's what people like. There's, and he's clearly an old man clearly an old man and so like there are obviously some still some very uh supernatural things that take place in this but like he's an old man who like pretty much damn near died in in the second one and Mm -hmm. so like i i really liked it the only thing that i the main thing i can see is that the trailer kind of tricked some people Mm -hmm. and that kind of pissed a lot of people off well i heard they they said the opening credits of the first one was similar to the first Halloween. Yeah. The opening credits of the second one were similar to Halloween two mm-hmm. and the opening credits to Halloween three were similar to this one. They were like, and oddly enough, the third one had nothing to do with Michael Myers and neither does this one. Yeah. <laughs> so like they, I don't know if that was kind of the, the idea or not, but it's, it's interesting. But I mean, same time making movies, you, you kind of have to do different stuff sometimes. So I, good or bad. I still think this was a fantastic film. I mean, it, it wasn't as focused on Michael Myers, but like, it was a fantastic film. Like yeah. it, it, they did really good with it. And, and I mean, it was, um, I thought it was a good ending again. Like Michael Myers should have been dead. So yeah. for him not to be a huge part in this doesn't really shock me. Right. It'll be interesting to see uh, if they end up doing more. I'm sure they're down the road. There will be, you can't just let a character die. Like Michael Myers. He's an institution. You know, yeah, he I really mean? is. Yeah. He's, he's to me, he's like one of the top three or four horror icons, yeah. I mean, which is all, why I want him in this toy line so much. Like yeah. Leatherface, Pinhead, all of those guys. Yeah. They always, they always come back. I mean, Freddie's been dead a billion times. Right. You know? So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll post, we'll keep you posted. I think rush collectibles announced Halloween, October 31st. I'll be fully revealing all of these figures. So can't wait. I'm excited for it, man. It's going to be awesome. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here? That is it. Thank you guys for checking out uh, Breaker Maid's Power Hour. Of course, we're going to shout out some of our, our podcasting buddies like uh, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Make sure to check them out every Sunday. And Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Also, check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. Uh, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. And The Marbles with our, our buddies Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR. Boots of the Face with Marty and Rucker. Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin, and the twins over there. So they're doing a 90s sitcoms for their top five list. Or not 90s sitcoms, 90s rom-com, rom-coms. Rom-coms. For their top five list. I'm pretty excited about that because rom-coms were like at their peak in the 90s. Oh, that's when they were all like, you've got mail and shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But he showed a picture of Clueless. Did you ever watch Clueless? I did. I, I wouldn't call that a rom-com, though. It is. It is. Is it? Oh, yeah. Because, but it's a weird rom-com, and I feel like no one ever talks about this. Paul Rudd's in that. Her and Paul Rudd are brothers, brother and sister in that movie, and they end up kissing at the very end of the movie. What? Yes. No one ever talks about that. Do they really? Yeah. No one ever talks about that, and it weirds me out. I don't know if they're half-brothers or step-brother and sister. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Or what? Wait a dang minute here. Yeah. Like, why? I don't know. Well, because they had the little cutesy thing going on the entire movie. But they're brother and sister? Yeah, it, it might be half-brother and sister. It might Still. be step. I don't really remember. But I remember the first time I watched it, and I brought it up to Stephanie the other day. I was like, Is, isn't that how that movie was? And she said, yeah, and it's weird. It's kind of like blank check when he kisses the FBI agent at the end. Mm-hmm. 
I remember uh, we're going to talk about him. We'll go throw it out there. Right, my podcast, yeah. Jordan Zeilinger and his buddies, they did a thing on Blank Check one time, and they kind of talked about how weird that was. But as a kid, when you watch that, you think like, "Oh, uh, she's pretty," you know, yeah. like you you you're in Preston Water shoes. You're thinking this is a good deal, yeah. And um, really, it's pretty bad, obviously. But it's weird how your perspectives change as you become an adult and stuff. So yeah. No, I have not. I don't think I've actually watched Clueless all the way through. And if I have, it's been many years, so I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I did not know that, though. It's it's weird to everybody out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Also, check out uh, Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. And, of course, check out his artwork at Art of Jason Wolf and his amazing Chop Shop. Also, check out Pulling Up a Chair with our buddy Tim over at A Chair Shot. Uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with our buddy Richard. And then uh, Too Old for This Shit with our buddy Al Day talking all things action figures. Yeah. Uh, also, check out my other shows. You know, it's Fake Right every Monday with me and a special guest. And the TV Toy Cast every Thursday with me and Travis Fowler diving into a classic toy line. And, of course, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis every Tuesday. Yeah. I dread talking about this every week. Um your old best, your old best pal, dude. So he's he's coming up with ideas, trying to come up with ideas to save our contracts and stuff like that. You know what he came up with this week, Breaker? I don't, but I'm I'm assuming you're going to tell me. Came up with the idea of predip chips is what he's called. I've it. heard of this. What is this? Predipped chips. So you don't have to buy the dip. The chips come predipped. Wouldn't that be like a flavor? No, no, no. It's got actual dip on the so chip, like ranch dip or French what, onion dip or queso. He basically what he said. I'm not is, against this yet. Basically, what he said was the similar concept of like the 3D chips, right? That are puffy, but they got they're hollow. But he said we're just gonna fill them up with with dip. But here's my issue with it, Breaker. Please tell me it's gonna get soggy before you even have a chance to eat it. Not the, if not if you hit up Clark Griswold, get some non nutritive cereal varnish or something like that. I don't even know what that would be. Well, I don't either, but he came up with it. I, I don't think, th- I think that's about as real as predict chips breaker. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> his boss is like, Hey, I want to mention this, you know, I just, I don't. And then he was, he asked me about combos. He's like, have you ever heard of combos? It's the same thing. I'm like, no, it's not the same thing, yeah, the, but those aren't that good. The, I, dude, shut your face. Combos are okay. Combos are amazing. Not Especially you get the five layer dip combos. Oh, shut your face. Those are delicious. You sure. This wasn't your idea. No, chips. no, but like it would have been a good idea had it been my idea, you know, because I would have worked the kinks out before I brought it up to everybody. Well, you know, there's that. But, you know, I mean, I just, I don't know. It's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. But he thinks if we make a viable company, we'll be able to get our contracts. Well, I don't know. I don't know I don't, about any of I don't, I think I, that's probably totally incorrect, but I don't get know. it either. But like, you know, it is what it is. I, you never know. Man. I convince him otherwise, I think, but. Hopefully we'll figure it out. Predip chips, man. Yes. That'd be the next big thing. Um, also check out all of Bane's music over on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. Yep. And uh, outsiders beard Co. If you got a beard, need some beard balm, beard oil, check it out. Get you uh, some stuff to make that beard look fantastic. Absolutely. And those Halloween candles are still available. Absolutely. And all of our t-shirts can be found at pro wrestling forward slash Brian breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, watermaneuver.net search by store for breaker and Bane's power hour. Or any of our podcasting buddies. A lot of us have shirt stores there as well. Uh, anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time.
It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.